Welcome to the CE Pro Podcast. I'm Executive Editor Arlen Schweiger. We're stretching our bounds a bit this week for another special Industries Got Talent edition. You know, there are all sorts of benefits that people get from the regular practice of yoga, and another that's happened during the pandemic is some AV industry bonding. Founded by marketing maven Katie Bennett of KMB Communications, the AV Yoga Club has helped participants with their work-life balance since it launched last spring. CE Pro's Bob Archer sat in on a recent class to learn more about how this group of women in the industry is making deeper connections with one another. Hi, I'm Bob Archer. I'm with CE Pro Magazine. And today for this CE Pro podcast, Industry's Got Talent, I am talking to the AV Yoga Group. Hi, everyone. Hi. Hi. Hello. These amazing ladies gather weekly and um, train or practice yoga, and they find a number of mental and physical benefits to the practice of yoga. How are you doing, everyone? Doing great. Doing great. great. Doing great. Okay. Um, all right, let's get right, right, right into this. Uh, how long has the group been practicing yoga together, and how did this all start? All right, I'll take that one. Uh, so we got started, AB Yoga, I think started right around middle of April, uh, as right as the pandemic was, was kind of crunching down. And at that point, it was a pretty small group. It was just, I think it was just Jamie Breesmeister, Heather Sidorowitz, myself. Um, we slowly added in the KMB team over time. By the end of summer, I think we had about 10. And as we sit here today, there are 34 AB gals on the list. Woohoo! <laughs> Yay! It's been right. a lifeline, a lifeline. Um, during the pandemic, it started, and no one could see each other, and and there was no connection. I, I mean, I'm so grateful, and we feel so blessed that Katie started this, and that we got to meet Maddie, who's this amazing human being. Um, and now we have a girl gang, and I, I've been in this business for 19 years, and that never existed for me until this year. Yeah. That's, uh, excuse me, I, I'll say that's saying something considering it's a highly male dominated industry to, to say that you have like this uh, girl gang within the industry. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. And I forget who first came up with that. I think it might have might have been Heather. But yeah, there's a uh, Maddie jump jump in here as as we as we learned early on the universal sign of femininity is femininity is a downward triangle. And so that sort of became our, our, our girl gang sign. Um, and it was kind of funny with that. The first time we all, I think we were all just rolling on the floor. It was just like, girl gang, yay. But the story that unfolded from there and what's really interesting is, is what you don't realize when you are in, when you're part of an industry and you see each other once or twice a year at trade shows and you're like, hey, hi, oh my God, you're so cool. You're doing all the cool stuff. You're always hanging out with the cool kids. And then later on you realize that, that person doesn't necessarily feel that way, but just having that little split second of time when you actually get to see and sort of and hang out and have that little bloop of a moment, but you never really realize what's going on in that person's life after the fact. What we've all learned together on the mat this year is that there's a whole lot more going on in every one of our lives, obviously around the world, but this one time of the week for this one <laughs> sacred hour, all of that disappears. And we're just a group of gals enjoying the experience together and, and growing and learning. And there's no judge. And it, and I think that that, more than anything, has, has been the thing that's really sort of taken us to a whole other level. I don't know what you guys think, but that's, yeah. that's, how, that's how I I agree with that, um, uh, Katie. I remember we were talking uh, during April um, about PR and PR and, and, and talking about, uh, you know, the AV uh, connections that we have. And you invited me to to join the group because I was feeling really low actually at that time. Um, it was lockdown had just started. We'd been sort of six weeks into it. We'd been put on hold by a bunch of clients. You know, we'd got projects that were ongoing, and it was a really low point of it, it's stressful. Don't know what to do. And we started practicing. I started, you know, joined the group towards the end of April, and then there was just this regular connection with people that are going through similar but different stresses. Most of us, you know, locked onto a, a laptop or a computer all day long, you know, all week long, not seeing people. Um, and this really sort of gave an anchor to the week, even if even if for one reason or other we would miss a week, 
it didn't really matter because you, you just it's it's like it's like those friendships that you have and you don't see somebody for a year and then you just pick up again and it was it was like that really it didn't matter if you missed a couple of weeks it was it was a really comfortable space to come back into so I find that anyway found it really useful so it's it's pretty safe to say it sounds like that all of you look forward to uh these yoga meetings uh, every week, uh, what value does it provide in your lives? Uh, if you could try to specify uh, that value or the, uh, what it does for you. I'll take this one. <laughs> you. So I've been, um, so I have my Wednesday sessions with these amazing women. And then I've also been meeting with Maddie on Monday mornings. And what a great start to the week that is. Um, we, I've, I had some, you know, Mondays are always kind of weird and there've been a couple that I knew I had to have difficult conversations. I knew I had to, you know, eat a frog, which is like, do something you really don't want to do. Right. Like there were, there were a few Mondays that came around and I would sit with Maddie and I'm like, okay, well, this hurts and that hurts. She's like, okay, but what do you, what do you need inside? I'm like, Ugh. Grace, you know, I'm going to have to have very difficult conversations. I'm going to have to be very particular with my words. So I come off the way I want to come off and I need grace and um, working through that and kind of having that intention that first hour of the day kind of does set the tone for the, the day and the week. Um, and then there's been some other just tricks that she's taught us about breathing. Uh, there's one where you kind of breathe alternately through your nasal passages to calm yourself down and change the, the fight or flight response. And um, sorry, I'm trying to make better lighting here. <laughs> and, um, and I use that in, in my daily life. Like when, when things get bad and um, I need like 30 seconds of chill out time, I've gone in my pantry and like breathing alternately through my nose to break the fight or flight, to calm the body, to go back out into the world and make dinner in a, in a friendly way and not be a crazy mom. Um, it's, it definitely infiltrates life if you, if you let it. I mean, that's, that's part of it too. Bob, we were kind of talking about that, the breathing routines this morning and you were commenting. So now we get to, we get to pull you into the interview, Bob. You were talking about it on the karate and the jujitsu side as well and how your instructors walk you through that and, and make that part of your practice too, which I think is pretty cool because it isn't, you know, for everybody listening, it isn't just a yoga thing uh, kind of paying attention to your breathing really really can bring you down off the fence it's certainly I was sharing with Bob earlier but it's the thing that got me to successfully get to and from the podium at CDX so two years ago I'm terrified of speaking in front of people and just some breathing techniques and about five weeks of yoga before got me there and got me to the other side without collapsing so uh highly recommended <laughs> yeah there's a technique that I use the Japanese call it a buki breathing and I learned it through karate. And if I get overwhelmed, I'll step aside. And it, it comes with what a kata that I what I was talking about before. And it it, it does calm me down. It, I forget about what's going on, and I can kind of reset myself. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. Think, uh, one of the things that I like is the intention. When when she mentioned you have an intention. Is not a goal, and we live in goals because we are all in business, in different kind of business, but it's business, and we always have a goal, and you're supposed to get this or that, but when you make an intention, the way you do it at yoga, you do it from your heart. You do it, maybe something you need, maybe your neighbor need it, maybe your family need it, and I don't think we do that very often in our busy life, because we don't think about it. And I think with this pandemic, one of the things that has changed the world, including when you go outside is, um, is the intention, you know, maybe you help somebody else or you let the person go first online or maybe somebody forgot the mask and you have an extra mask, either if it's a stranger. And now when you make an intention today or any day you make your it's at the end you rephrase that intention she always makes us remember that intention so when you finish I, I think it's a really good feeling overall sharing with everyone I think 
So it's one of the things I like. Thanks for sharing that, Patty. That's going to be one of the things that I mentioned as well is what, what do I value from my practice? I've been practicing consistently for over 10 years now and teaching for about seven. And I think that that's one of the things that stuck with me from the very beginning as the instructor that I worked with always had a set an intention. And like you said, whether it's work or life, there's just so many expectations. There's so many goals that are set for us, whether it's you go to school and then you do this and then you do that, you get a job and it's just very planned. And so to just allow for freedom in your practice, whether that's just an hour a day or 20 minutes a day or whatever you have to spare to just be in a heart space versus headspace, you know, just bring it down here and center yourself around that intention that not only is going to benefit you, but is going to benefit your community and the people that you love and the people that you care about around you. Because like Patty said, at the end, I like to bring that intention back, back up because it may have changed. It may have taken a new route and you may leave your mat with an intention that you are now taking with you to help somebody else or that you now take action in a different way in your life. Um, whether that's having a difficult conversation with an employee or, you know, cooking dinner for the kids, you now can find that intention within yourself to, to do it in the best way possible to be your best self. And so, yeah, thanks for bringing that up, Patty. Yeah. And for me, it's, I mean, I guess it goes back to all the, the balance that he brings. And I think Heather mentioned earlier, like all of us working in the industry for so long, and, uh, you know, we sometimes forget that we're constantly trying to appease or we're trying to fit certain expectations, but we still have other roles to fill in within our, within our society and our families. And, uh, and, you know, besides being amazing business women that we are in an industry that demands and expects so much of us nowadays. So I think that that balance that Maddie asks us and brings it in the intention every day has helped us not only connect with each other because we have found that that's what's in common with us. I think we all have that eagerness. We have all that passion, uh, you know, outside the industry. And, and I think it's, it's has brought it back home to, to bring that balance that to remember that it's okay, that I forgot to do this with my child today, or that I missed a deadline for work. And it's going to be okay because that balance goes back to myself and I am the one that is in control. And as long as that intention is out there, um, I can fulfill what my mission for that day is. So I think it encircles it back and it brings it back to that balance, having that intention, like, you know, in business world, like Patty said, so we call it a uh, goal, but we have that intention. It was there, but, you know, it's okay to, to, to sometimes miss because it brings us back to who we are. I'll throw in there. So oh, go ahead, Wendy. I find it very grounding. Um, just taking a bit of time out of the, the madness that is our daily lives these days and, and the balance of everything. But also the additional thing I found is um, a few weeks ago, my son actually got taken in for emergency surgery. And this group, I obviously emailed everyone to say, sorry, I'm not going to be coming in and, um, or, or joining the group that night because of what was happening with my son. And the support I got from this group as well was phenomenal, phenomenal in terms of asking me how he was and how I was doing and just sort of reaching out to me personally. So I, I very much see this as a support group for me as well with everything that's going on with life. That's what I was gonna say, the community piece of it, the connection piece, like these are, these are people I've seen at trade shows, they're superstars. I've been intimidated by them. I've been, you know, maybe I get to say hi and we would exchange a few words, but now I feel that they're allies and if I did need them in any a pinch, we'd all be there for each other. Just, you know, as Wendy just expressed, it's, it's, as I said, it's this girl game that never existed. And I, this is my 19th year in the industry. Um, and I'm thrilled to know, you know, I, I get to say like, Oh, Jean Breesmeister, I'm friends with her. Oh, Cat Wheeler. I you know, know her. That, that floored me when you said that too. Like that's, you know, and I, is, cause Heather had shared, if I can, Heather, she shared that she travels oftentimes alone right? Or you're like one or one, certainly one of the only women in your company that goes to these. And she'd go back to her hotel room at the end of the night. And I'm like, that's insanity. I mean, I travel with my husband, so he and I are always together. And I normally bring some people with me, but 
I would have totally like knowing that, like, you're never going to, we're going to party it up. Like you're never going to sleep well ever again. She <laughs> oh, will I never be wait. alone at a show ever again. <laughs> <laughs> But the other thing is the pandemic's been a perfect excuse because uh, Heather and Jamie and myself over over the past few years at CDA board meetings have always said, oh, it'd be lovely to be able to do yoga together. And here we are. COVID has given us that opportunity. Thanks to Katie, our fearless leader. COVID silver lining. Yeah. But, and what's yeah. funny about that, yeah, I agree when you guys that. tell that story, is that you're like, we've got to get together at one of these trade shows or one of these events, and we've got to do yoga together. And the year when all of that went away was the year that that figment, that notion, that concept you guys have been tossing around for years came true. And I just, it's so cool. <laughs> Actually, that might be one of the things that COVID did positive for us, right? Is it all of a sudden it was okay to be more than just the person you are at work and to bring your personal life into work because we're all doing it from our homes for the most part. So how beautiful that it caused everyone to take a step back and actually do something together that is networking. Like this is a beautiful source of networking, but yet an opportunity to breathe and relax and to push the deadlines aside for literally one hour a week. That shouldn't be a big deal. And yet before, you know, March of last year, I just don't see that ever being possible. So that's a pretty fantastic thing from a very negative but, year. I think that's the side benefit. Yeah, of I was just going to add. Like, I think that, oh, go ahead. Oh, you're okay. Go ahead, Bob. Uh, I was going to say, you know, having done the CE Pro band, working with those guys, there's a bond between us that whenever I see Dave, say Dave Silken or, or uh, Tim Bergonis or whoever it might be, uh, Vince from Surge X, you know, it's like, hey, how you doing? We, we have this bond because we rehearse these songs together. We, we get up and we put ourselves out there. And that bond is unique for us because it's only this handful of people that have done it before. It's a really nice shared experience, isn't it? Yeah. It is. And you can just go straight into it. It's lovely. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Pets as well. That's the other thing off of yoga. We, <laughs> we know each other's pets because they all join in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is kind of amazing that we've all been able to dedicate like the time once a week, right in the middle of the week when sometimes it can be at the craziest, like on a Wednesday, it's across time zones. And I was going to say the same thing, like the shared experience. Like we've worked, um, I think a lot of us outside of this individually on um, different aspects for business, but like to have something that is a different sort of experience that builds relationships in a different way. And um, I definitely think the, the individuals on this call, like, I don't know that we would have done this every week, seeing your faces and, um, you know, just catching up a little bit before and after, but going through like the, the self-practice in yeah. a shared community is amazing it's um, been amazing yeah everybody's always talking about you know um bring your bring your true authentic self to something and you know and it's in a in a work setting it's kind of like sorry what what do you mean what do you mean by that but actually practicing yoga with you guys it's we, this is, it doesn't get more human and real than this you know you know i can't be i'm not as bendy as everybody else or you know, you feel you go through all of those um, emotions and feelings and it's OK. It's really, you know, I think that's been a real eye opener, actually. And it's it sort of helped um, in lots of different ways. Yeah. I think I, I'll... for me, it's just really inspiring. The women on this call um, and in this group are business owners. They're CDA board members present or past and they are you know women in ct award winners and they're women that are extremely inspiring and you know i've been in this industry for 18 years now working you know primarily with men so it's really nice to be able to be around these common women or these this quality of women and be able to spend time with them i was gonna say i agree with kat right there because i've been in the industry for 15 years and I haven't had a chance to spend this much time with a wonderful group and have this connection with some AV women. 
And I was going to say, um, Carolyn was so kind. She reached out to me and we had a coffee date, yeah. which was amazing because I work from home now. So I don't have coworkers or this connection I used to when I would go into an office. So just doing that on the side was just wonderful. It would just, it meant the world to me, honestly. I think the other thing is I, I remember uh, being on a call with Vanessa and it was the first time I'd actually spoken to Vanessa and was patting myself and Vanessa having a call and uh, just through the start of the conversation, I thought, hmm, I think this is, this, Vanessa would be a good one to add to our group and, and invited her along and, and she's becoming ever since. And uh, if, if you hadn't come to this group, it probably would have been a while before we actually got to meet each other as such face to face, albeit virtually, but yeah, it's been, it's been great to, to bring us together and form these relationships either as a group or individually beyond that as well. Okay, if, if, um, this, this may be my, my ignorance, which believe me, I have a lot of that, but um, is yoga an activity that you get better at, like playing music or playing sports or something like that? Um, over time, does it become easier on your body? I'm very inflexible. <laughs> I feel like even though I've like I've done yoga at past experiences, but uh, and I always laugh, Katie takes pictures of us and I look at myself, I'm like, oh my gosh. But I do I've got flexible here to do some of the moves, advanced moves that Maddie talks about where she's like I mean, I still can't do most of them, but you do start to push yourself. And I think you do, you can get better. And the key, I think, is to feel comfortable. Like once you find a group that you feel comfortable being who you are, and I think that's that's what's happening now. Um, at the beginning, we were all a little nervous. Like, how, how am I going to look in camera? Because this is a new platform, right? I think having a virtual yoga class or virtual anything. So I think at first, at least for me, I know I was a little nervous. I'm like, how do I look? How's my, how's my tricep looking from that, you know, angle? And I mean, it gets to the point that I think we are so comfortable with each other and uh, we start finding that, that in common intention, like Patty was saying, or the balance. And, and Miley is amazing at bringing us together constantly. Yeah. Because I think we all have in common that our brains are going like a hundred thousand miles per hour. Um, and she's able to bring that in. So yes, I mean, just from the mind perspective, she she has done amazing. And I know, at least for me, I have improved significantly. Mm -hmm. And body wise, I mean, uh, physically, I think it's something that it's it's getting better and better. It's not I'm not the yogi, but I can feel it in my body. And, and it's, it's just, it, you know, it's a, it's a lot of fun. Vanessa, you are a yogi. You're here. You absolutely are a yogi. <laughs> Love thyself, exactly. lady. Love it. That's why they call it a practice. <laughs> I was going to say that yeah. too. We're all yogis. All you have to do is practice yoga once to be. Oh, a yogi. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, I'd it like to expand on that a little bit. Um, Good. I was just going to ask you jump jump in and, and talk yeah. and talk through sort of that whole dynamic because there's a lot there's a lot going on there. <laughs> there is that exactly was what I was thinking when I when I thought about this question. I thought you know yes you absolutely can get better in yoga. But as I said to you earlier, there's no bad in yoga either. So it's not like you're starting from a bad point and getting to a good point. It's all within yourself, you know? So this practice they say is, is from the self, through the self, to the self. So ultimately, if you can find comfort and stillness within each posture, then you have reached, you've reached that for you. You've reached that moment where you are your best. You know, you're your best in that moment because you can be still in that moment. And that's what we're ultimately looking for in our practice is to find that stillness, body, mind, and soul within each posture. And thus that carries into our life and it becomes a lifestyle. And so, yes, absolutely. You can physically become better and you can, you can do a posture in a few weeks that maybe you couldn't do a few weeks ago. Right. But also it's like within yourself, what, what is better for you? you know, because better for you might be different than better for your neighbor. And so finding what your intentions are versus a goal, like I'm going to do a handstand and I'm going to hold it for one minute, you know, like maybe, but maybe not. And if you don't ever get there, that's okay too. 
doesn't mean that you're not good at yoga. It doesn't mean that you haven't bettered yourself. It doesn't mean that you haven't gotten to your place of stillness. And so it just looks different for everybody. So that's something I wanted to just add. <laughs> I would agree with that. I'd also say one of the things is um, that you're teaching me, me, me sort of quite regularly is, you know, the, the business about forgiving yourself. It's okay not to be perfect. It's okay for it not to work out. Um, and I think that it's this past year has been, you know, stressful. Good things have happened, but challenging things have happened. And there's a lot of, am I, am I trying hard enough? Have I done everything that I should have done? Should I have done this, that, and the other? That's a constant world going on, I think, in our world. And this practice, you, you know, Maddie always kind of brings that, no judgment, forgive yourself, you're the best that you are, you know, and she reinforces that every week. And I think that's building and, and, and very valuable. Right. It's, it's about yeah. what is it for you today, right? Like I was mentioning earlier. So each day is going to be different. And it's oftentimes the left and right side of your body is different. So you can't hold the same you know, expectation of that side of your body as you can with the other side, just as you can't, maybe today you have those difficult conversations with your employees, you might find that your balance is off today, but that doesn't mean that your physical body can't balance and that you can't be completely strong in that posture. It just means that today, maybe there's other factors that are coming into play that are causing your practice to look different. And so that's okay. So what's better for you today? What's better for you tomorrow? You know, it's just going to change. That was beautiful. Thanks, Tanya. And I think it's, it's, it's just kind of comical. Some days you can show up and you can just nail a posture and have beautiful balance. Like once a year that happens for me. And, and then the <laughs> next, the next week you can show up and it's like, Oh, wobble, 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 you know, and, I, and there are literally days where I can't stand on one leg to, to save myself. And then the very next week I could stand there, do a meeting, take a phone call and probably file my nails you know it's just it's so I'll, send us, I'll send us a nice video of you doing some pose on the snowy <laughs> deck that we're all like Way! wow yeah. <laughs> I think that also depends on how much wine you drink the night before sometimes that yeah. it's yeah. the balance too gotta be real I think one of my favorite parts of what yoga teaches you is how all of that is connected. So the days that you have really crappy balance usually can tie back to life isn't going so well, bad day at work, whatever that is. And that yoga never ends. There's no like, hey, I got there. Hey, I, I made it because there's always this other next thing you could do. There's always there's always a next wave. I love that. I love that, that it's, it's taught me that my breath can help me through pain, which can also help me through a really tough phone call. I love that, you know, sometimes yoga can, can remind me about maybe my life is off kilter and that's why I can't stand on one leg. Um, all of that stuff is all interconnected. I love that my hip might really hurt, but it's because my other knee, there's something wrong with it. And then when you stretch and you're in some pose, you're like, whoa, why is the pain coming from this area when this is what's hurting me? I, and yeah, it's all interconnected. And I love that, that I get to share that with all of you. Okay. Um, we've kind of alluded to this or maybe danced around it. We certainly talked about it. Um, I, do you think the uh, mental component to yoga is overlooked uh, versus the physical benefits of it? Oftentimes, yes. Yeah. I think most people come to yoga for the physical benefits. And then all of a sudden they realize, oh, wow, my mind feels a lot clearer. I don't feel as stressed out. What's going on? And so the more you do it, the more you, you reap the mental benefits and the more you connect with it. And then you start to go to it for that and barely even do it. Like sometimes I'll just lay on my mat in certain positions and I'm not doing anything that looks impressive at all, but I'm getting the same type of mental benefit. Yes, absolutely. That was exactly what I was going to say that oftentimes, and especially I would say in um, Western states here, uh, some things have been slightly lost or maybe um, downplayed a little bit. And the physical side has been upplayed, which is great. Yoga has lots of physical benefits and it's an amazing exercise for your body. Um, but 
the mind part naturally just comes with it. And that's the best part is that even if you're not coming to the mat to find more balance mentally or to clear your mind or any of those wonderful things that come with it to find that stillness, you're still going to eventually get there. The practice just does it. It's its natural flow. It'll start to just bring you to this place where thoughts just kind of move out of the way and you find yourself in this more centered way of being. And that then the more you practice starts to carry off of your mat. And all of a sudden you find, wow, I'm, I'm in a really difficult conversation right now. Look how centered I am. <laughs> Look how great I feel. Look how I'm handling this. And you start to just see it, whether you are intending for it to do that or not, it will do that. And you start to see it in all ways. Maddie, I completely agree. And, and, and we were saying earlier that sometimes you'll, you'll do yoga and you'll have a really good session physically. And sometimes you, you'll feel less able. But the one thing I always take away was the thing I was referring to earlier, the grounding. I come into it and I'm always rushing to come to the, the session. And I'm thinking about 30 different things and things I haven't done and things I've got to do after the session. Um, although generally it's time to go to bed here. But um, yeah, at the end of it, I just feel that stillness, both physically through the exercise I've done, but actually for me, more than that, stillness of the mind. And I just feel that I'm a little more able to cope with what's ahead of me. Yeah. Have, have any of you, um, you know, one of the things like that virtual yoga, I think, offers us is the ability for us to be very private about the noises we're making and you know, the grunts maybe that we have if it's a tough pose. Um, but there have definitely been a couple of sessions where I've cried. You know, there's something that she said, a releasing of energy, stress, whatever, the anniversary of a friend that passed, things that you're kind of holding on to that like a thought, something comes through and it's the waterworks. And that's nice to be able to do at home in the privacy of our, of our own, because I don't know if I would, would let myself do that in a room full of people you know mm. a room full of these people maybe but not like if I went to yoga you know somewhere else yeah I totally agree I totally agree with you Jamie I've um, I mean you all know you've all seen me yawning and you know making the most gurney faces but I absolutely have um had quite regularly have been finding that I've been wiping my eyes because it just unblocks some emotional something or other and it's it's like it's like having a, you know, when you go and have a really good massage and they get that knot out and suddenly you're crying. It's the same thing, but in a different way. Um, and it's been, it's been, it's been odd, but it's been good. Yeah. There's Maddie will often say, and uh, whatever's not serving you in this moment, just let it go. And that I probably have repeated that about 5,289 times every day for the past year, at least. It's something I've had to ingrain in my brain because Katie does not let things go. And it and what I realized was that every negative thing, it was like it was like that Lego stack, and I just kept putting one more negative on, one more negative on, one more negative on, and I wasn't letting anything go. And I'm a I'm a migraine gal as well, and that's 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 my Achilles heel. And I realized when I get really stressed or too, I just pile too much onto my onto my psyche and that I start to get a splitting migraine. I can't think straight. And, and so when Maddie started to, to put this into our practice and repeat it, it was like, that's the thing that I probably need to take away from the map more than anything else is just, if it's not serving me, let that bloop go. And I don't know, girls, <laughs> everybody else with me on this and we're learning to let it totally. go. Here. Yeah. <laughs> I think too, we're, we're girls in a very male dominated industry. Not that that's a bad thing because our guys are nerdy and awesome, but we don't often get the opportunity and the chance to say, think words like cry or emotion or family or, and that the pandemic's changed some of that. Cause I love that piece of it, but there's also a component of, of yes. Like we still feel things. I remember I had a yoga teacher once say, um, if you made a list of all the things you loved, where would you put yourself? And I almost lost it. Like, cause I was like, shoot, I don't know where I would. And, and so it reminds us that self-love, um, taking care of ourselves, putting ourselves first, is not selfish. It's necessary because if we don't take care of ourselves, we can't take care of our kids. We can't run a company. We can't kick ass. Like it's, 
it, it's, it's a bit of a comeback to what I think that we were meant to be in nature, but has kind of been driven apart by society. What about that meditation that Maddie shared with us a few weeks ago in where I think we're all in a very different place, but at the same time we were there and she shared that meditation where the only person that can change anything in your world is that reflection in that mirror. And I was just like, like, you know, just, just the whole meditation. And I can tell, I couldn't hear anybody else, but I could tell like at that moment that I was just not alone and on how that meditation affected me. Cause I'm sure like it affected everybody in different ways, but at the same time, emotionally in the same way. So it was just a few weeks ago, I think that, that we had that going on and it was just amazing how at the end of it, we were all like eyes swollen and like, <laughs> we were it was so funny and it, and at the end of it, it and this is the thing is even though we're together in this room it's not like we're all you know on this where we're looking at each other you're practicing you're doing your own thing so you really aren't paying too much attention to what's going on to the screen but at the very end as we come out of uh, out of that and it's like oh here I'm wiping our eyes and whew, and and Maddie I think that was that was the poetry slam version I think I'm pretty sure that was the one and how crazy that 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 was the content um and it was just amazing it made you laugh and cry all at once. <laughs> yeah, and also, you know, like on this class, she always says, uh, don't forget the class. Is there anything you need? I mean, she always say anything. Is there anything you need? I mean, in few words, anything, like anything. And it's like, no, it's fine. It's fine. Suddenly, when you start reading or she started the class, it's like, Oh, that's true. I need that. Oh, that's true. I need that. I, that's true. I need that. Yeah. Suddenly, what we have learned is we never say what we want. Or sometimes mm -hmm. we don't say what we need because it's just, I, I mean, I honor to be in the class or I honor to be in the meeting or I honor to be here. I'm fine. But this is yoga is a place that is for you. Mm -hmm. It's for us. It's, it's a spiritual yeah. is a strength but it's a spiritual too. and and we can say and anything we want yeah. anything we need they're asking us yeah what yeah. would you like and there is not many things that you say what could you like right all the time all the time and i sometimes i feel like god she's asking every time and it's true it hurts my <laughs> neck it hurts this and you know it's just i don't know if it's a habit or what but that's something we i think it's really nice to to feel that open door and share it i think is yeah. it's a growing part of us yeah. i think i think bob you're probably getting a, a sense that we we quite value this club <laughs> it, i i do and it, it, it's it's inspiring it it really is because you're getting so much value out of it mentally, physically, uh, emotionally. And um, to find something like that, particularly during these, these times, you know, we've, we've talked about the pandemic mm. and whatnot. You guys will be able to pull this together and, and have some kind of like human interaction during these times, even though you're in various parts, literally of the world. Um, it, it's amazing. And you're finding ways to better yourselves and enrich your lives. Um, I can't see any negative with, with any of that. <laughs> oh, it's all positive all the time. Beautiful thing. Uh, uh, kind of dovetailing off of that, let me ask, um, doing the yoga, do, do you find that it leads to a healthier lifestyle? I, I'll say from my background, I found that doing martial arts has made me more aware of what I eat and sleep and, and all that stuff. So I try to lead a healthier lifestyle. Uh, do you find yoga provides uh, that same level of inspiration for you? Um, I think for me, it's given me, it's like the things you don't think you need. So I, we're all in business, but we're all very connected. So being able to put my phone away and at the end, how I feel at the end of yoga and making myself remind myself to be disconnected for a little while and take that step back and that that's okay has been really beneficial for me. I think for me, it's been a continuity of, um, of, of a lifestyle. Like, so it's been already seven months that my family and I have been into plant-based diet 
and I totally feel the benefits. And I got to tell you from my husband, he's a big grilling guy and it's, it was tough for him more than for anybody else. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's been great. I mean, the, the benefits in my body and I can, I can feel it and they all go in sync with practicing on Wednesdays. And especially this year, I try to make the effort of making sure that I make my Wednesday class because that's my me time. And so it, again, it's that continuity of, of a better health style. And, uh, and even for my 11 year old, like she's, she's all been going, she's gone, um, vegetarian right now. And, but again, she's, she's practiced, uh, karate for so long. So she's more in sync with her body than probably I am. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's, it's that full circle for me and trying to use, trying, trying to be better. I'm not giving up my wine. I don't care what anybody says, cause that's part of my sanity. <laughs> But, um, but yes, it's fruit, Vanessa, it's fruit. <laughs> well, it is fruit. There you go. <laughs> and it's loaded with antioxidants and free radical fighting mega boosters. So wine is good. <laughs> I think for me, I've noticed, Bob, that it's actually a little more that, I don't know that it intentionally changes the way that you eat and, and approach wellness in general, but I know I can feel the toxins when my body is saying what you did yesterday or what you ate this morning or what maybe you didn't eat because let's face it, we're all so busy all the time that sometimes it's that you aren't stopping enough to drink enough water and hydrate and feed, you know, feed your being. And so I can feel it through how my body responds and, you know, picking up on what we're saying about how every practice is different and every day is different. A lot of that is, um, having to do with what's going on in your body elsewhere. So I think it brings it to your attention if you aren't taking care of yourself and maybe just subconsciously forces you to, to take care of yourself and to, to make changes without even realizing that that's the reason. Yeah, I agree. And I think that um, a big reason that that happens is just the awareness that we're always bringing to the self throughout practice. That's, that's what we, always come back to right just awareness because my yoga instructor I like to call him my guru he always said that yoga is your direct experience so if yoga is your direct experience if you're experiencing yourself here and now in the moment and you're able to let everything else go then that's all that there is and within that how do you feel you know how, how do I feel physically how do I feel mentally and and when you can tune into that on a daily basis and on a regular basis throughout life, just not on, not just on your mat, all of a sudden you're aware of everything. Well, how did that make me feel when I ate that? You know, maybe I won't do that again. <laughs> or I won't eat so much or I won't eat six cookies. I'll eat two cookies, whatever, <laughs> you know? Um, so it starts to bleed into your awareness of everything that you do, whether that's physical or what you're putting in your body or mental. I mean, in a huge way too, I, I feel like, I've taken, I've taken that awareness and that knowing that I'm perfectly imperfect, right? So everything is just as it is when it needs to be. And I still am working on it. It's a practice still, you know, I still have challenges. I still have days where that's hard for me, but for the most part, I know that I'm here for a reason. And so what, how can I be okay with even the moments that don't feel good, you know, how can I be okay with, okay, I just ate this huge burger and fries and maybe I'm not going to feel awesome from it, but you know what, in that moment, like it felt good and I'm enjoying my company and I'm enjoying the ambiance of where I am. And that feels good to me right now. So making those choices in an aware, mindful manner, whether they might feel good or not, you know, and you're, you know what you're doing to yourself and for yourself. And so you, you move forward in that way more often. Yeah. And I think it also, there's, it, it makes you keenly aware of, of what you eat, what you drink and the quantities of either or both that you decide to provide yourself. Um, and some days it can be a little brutal on the mat and you're just like, Oh man, I can, you like, you can feel it in your gut, you know, and it's just, things just are moving and just, it doesn't feel great. And other days when you realize that you fed yourself well, you've, you fueled yourself well and you get on the mat and, and sort of you know, magic happens. And I think, at least for me, I realized on those days when I actually make that make that connection, that does stay with me for a while. It it I have to continue 
to remind myself of that, though, because it is so easy to grab. You know, I do have a wicked sweet tooth, you know, so it's like <laughs> the, the little candies here and there, the little chocolate bits and the cookies. You know, I have a really hard time saying saying no to those. My sort of my excuse for for that is as long as I continue to practice and and I've put some effort into yoga, then those treats are okay, and that's kind of that balance. Um, and I'm personally, I'm just really, I'm really big on balance. I I appreciate my my snacks and my wine and my food, um, but I have to have the balance in order to to keep that off and 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 you know to sort of keep functional. So I do think that there's a very there's a there's a strong play um, with with mind and body in this as, as well. I love as well. There is that element of of teaching to forgive yourself. So when you have those days that you are indulgent or you go a little bit overboard and you feel guilty afterwards there is that element of the through the yoga practice you teach yourself forgiveness yeah the um katie i think you said it earlier one of maddie's sayings um a letting go of that which doesn't serve you that fits so in so many ways in life like i have a lot of negative self-talk so that does not serve me and to acknowledge when it's happening and and consciously go I need to let that go. That's not serving me. And it just kind of frees up what else could be, you know, maybe it's um, wanting a, a cocktail at three and saying, that's not going to serve me. Well, I'll wait until after <laughs> I'm done with everything or um, choosing, choosing to eat burger because that's going to serve me because I did everything else I needed to do. And I feel like I really want that burger and it, having that be okay. Like, I think, you know, as uh, we put a lot of pressures maybe on ourselves as women to be and look a certain way. I think society itself also adds to that too. And yet when we can let go of that, which isn't serving us as humans, then we can be more free and happy. And I know that that that's been helpful from, that's what yoga has brought to me for sure. Okay. Uh my next question is kind of directed at, at Maddie. Maddie, if someone is interested in trying yoga, say they don't have the time to participate in, in you guys' weekly get-together, uh, what should they look for from a yoga studio in their local environment, uh, their local area to, to frequent? Um, good question. So first I would say to go into that without expectation, once again. So finding a yoga instructor is like finding a medication that works for you, right? Sometimes you have to try five or six because they're all going to be a little bit different and have a different interaction with your makeup, right? And so it's the same thing with a yoga teacher. Oftentimes you may go to a yoga studio and they have five or six different yoga instructors. And so I would recommend, first of all, to find a studio, do some research online, look at maybe their about page, see what they kind of talk about, what styles of yoga do they have? Um, are they focused on a mindful practice? Is it more of a physical practice? Are they bringing all three together, mind, body, and soul? Um, and what are you looking for? You know, and then just start somewhere. Start at that studio that maybe the picture of the studio caught your eye and you're like, that looks like a space I could really ground into. Go there, see how it feels, you know, and try different teachers. Always try to different people because so many people get stuck. And I actually find this with myself at the studio. I own a studio here in Red Lodge, Montana. And people are like, I can't go to one of your other instructors. I just like your classes. But we all have something different and unique to offer, you know, and it, it might not feel the same and it might not feel what you prefer all the time, but it might be what you need in that moment. And so try different people out, see what feels good. Are they speaking to your heart? Do you feel like Patty said, everything she's saying is just She's speaking to me today. I've had that where I walk off my mat and I'm like, did that, did I tell that instructor my life story before I started class? Because it sure felt like it, you know? Um, so just go and try it. It's trial and error. See what it feels like. Did it resonate with your heart? Did it feel good in your body? Did it feel good for your soul? And if it did go back again. And if it didn't, don't just leave that studio. Maybe try different class, try different style of yoga, try a different teacher. And then if you've tried everything and that still doesn't feel good, try a different studio and go through the whole process again, because you're always going to pick up new things and learn different things from different people. 
Yeah, I can echo what Maddie's saying too. For someone who's never been to yoga, um, if you go to one class or one teacher and you don't like it, that doesn't mean you hate yoga. It just may mean you don't like that style of yoga or that teacher. I love yoga. I've been to a number of classes I do not like at all. <laughs> it just means it's the <laughs> style or I wasn't driving with the instructor. It doesn't mean they're a bad instructor. It just means it wasn't working for me. So um, yeah, if you don't like, I think there is a yoga for everyone and there's so many different styles. So it is worth it to try a few different ones. So easy now too. It's virtual. It's like you have access. That's what I've loved about this time is I have access to so many teachers that I didn't before. So it's, it's a really easy time to try out a bunch of different styles and teachers. Okay, I, this is my last question. I want to go back to something that we had talked about or you guys had talked about earlier. And that was the relationships that you guys had developed as a result of participating in the group. How valuable do you think these relationships are to your career as we move forward. Hopefully, um, you, you, you know, we're together in the fall. We can be in Indianapolis at, at the CDR event and we can see one another in person finally after all these months. Uh, do you think this uh, group will help uh, grow your career in maybe ways you didn't see before? Definitely. Absolutely. I think, yeah. I mean, like all, <laughs> yeah, all networking, gosh, I mean, <clears throat> Katie and I have had offline conversations that are like, Hey, just hang out. We'll have a glass of wine after yoga. And then all of a sudden I'll find she's inviting me on a podcast with a great kitchen and bath designer. And we get to talk about home tech. And then I get to share that locally with my people here and say, look, I'm an industry leader and you should really listen to these things that I'm talking about. Cause I, other people want to hear them, you should too, like, you know, hire me, that sort of thing. Um, and that's just, you know, a few times that have happened, but I, I guarantee, like, um, I think Vegeta, you were looking for a job earlier and, and we were all like, how can we help Vegeta find a job? And does anyone know anything that she would be really good at or an opening? And, oh my gosh, if any of these ladies needed anything ever, I think they could just pop an email to us and say, I'm, I'm looking for this. Do you know anyone? Can anyone write a letter of recommendation or, you know, whatever. Um, on top of the fact that when we do get a chance to see each other in person, I think we'll be like a bunch of little magnets, like trying to group up, you know, <laughs> and finally like have, have that in-person thing that we're missing. Um, I'm, I'm excited about it, you know, outside of I mean, my career, I have an integration company in St. Louis, so I'm here, you know, how can this group help me? I mean, we're, we've already done it. And hopefully, Katie, you know, I've added value to what you're doing, too. Um, there, I, I think there's a lot of fallout with it. Kat wrote a book, and she got to tell us about a book that she wrote, you know, and I think we all bought, like, first copies of it, you know, I mean, there's just so many cool ways to advance your person and then your career too. Yeah, yeah. The industry as well and, and the representation on this group covers all elements of the industry. We've got the manufacturing side, the distributing side, the integration side, media side, association side, professional services side. I think, I think we cover pretty much the full spectrum of the industry. So um, the other thing is just the networking, with each other but also reaching out to each other if there's contacts we need can you recommend any suggestions <clears throat> there are that everyone in this group's become sounding boards i think for each other as well yeah yeah absolutely every absolutely. interaction as well i think uh, you know there's a few of us that in a in a daily basis like if you have a question hey how do you typically handle this from this from the manufacturing or from from the rep side so um, even like Mary Ellen is not here, but, you know, she reaches out or we talk from time to time. It's like, hey, you know, if, if you, you know, if you're frustrated or if there's anything um, that you, any feedback, let's put it out there. Um, you know, and, and with Wendy, I'm so, so happy that you brought me in here. And I've been working with Patty on the CDO side with uh, the COI uh, classes. So I think that's just going to keep on growing. It's just gonna, it's just gonna go at a different level, and it's just gonna, it's growing even faster, I think, 
because now we have everything available in front of us. So by the time we get together at Cedia um, in Indianapolis, I think everything is just going to be just ready, if not further beyond uh, to what we're planning to. So I think it's, it's, uh, it's the everyday interaction. It's happening already. And all those collaborations, all those plans are already in the cooking, per se. And it's, it's just, just going to be amazing. I think it's going to be a, a great year. And, you know, given the circumstances, I think it is definitely going to be a good year for all of us and for our industry in general. Yeah. And, and I would add, too, what's, what's really interesting is the group here today that's on the podcast side is almost entirely residential. But we also have several gals that are over from the commercial side as well. And so, you know, when you're talking about career advancement potential, the way that the industry is, is uh, merging, converging, we're not going to fight over those words. But, you know, there, it, it, there's just the way that we're connecting here give us all the opportunity as we need a resource, we need a lead on the other side of the fence or somewhere we don't have the connection there's somebody in this group that probably has that connection that we need right now. And, I, <laughs> and that, that's, that's just magical. It's, it's just too cool. And it, Katie, isn't it this week that we'd be normally hanging out together at ISE? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that, yeah. yeah. And that, you know, and that's a really good point. Cause Wendy, that was the only time that you and I saw each other. It's where we met. And it was like every February was, I, I knew when I'd see you, and, you know, before, the day before the show opened when all the media stuff was going on. And then we might see each other at the CDA party, maybe, maybe, but that's always like, you know, that, that, that hug and kiss and, and move on. Cause there's just so much going on. And we've, we've connected more here on the mat than, than we have historically. I mean, in the years that we've known each other now, and you know, that's, that's what this thing is all about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And Bob, we're thrilled that you joined us today. There, we've only had one other guy join us on the mat, and that was we did a CDA Expo. We did a uh, a morning session and an evening session the week. Uh, the I think it was like the day before the show opened, or it might have been two days before. And Ian Bryant from CDA, bless his heart, brave man, he came he came and joined us as well. But uh, it, since then, we, we haven't had any men around, and it's been quite it's been quite nice. So a message out to, to all of you guys is that while we are a group of women, as AD Yoga is open to all, all are welcome here. You can join us on the mat anytime. You don't have to be a, a gal in the, in the industry. Men are welcome too. <laughs> oh, you're muted, Bob. Muted, Bob. The, the men in the industry, certainly if they were to take pot, I think would be inspired by what you guys are doing. It's awesome. I had a lot of fun uh, doing it. it uh, it's something I had never tried before and I, I had a blast uh, doing it. And um, I can see the community, the way you guys were speaking about the, the, uh, the event, speaking about one another. There, there is definitely a bond between you. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And it's getting stronger every day. And what's in, what's, funny about this is it's like I, now we're on a bit of a roll so it's like this week two people will add two people and then they'll add two people and they'll add two people it's like you come in and you have a session on maybe yoga and you just you want to share it with with others and I think you know that, that that's really how this this has grown um and would and will continue to but it's great because we meet somebody new almost every week now that that's awesome and then it'll be really awesome for you guys in September to, you know, see one another in person. That'll be um, really remarkable uh, thinking about what we've gone through this past uh, um, year plus. I know locally here, I'm in, in the greater Boston area and uh, the first case of COVID was reported this uh, about a year ago, they were saying on the news last night. So you know, and so, you know, we we are into this a year now, and uh, locally they they shut the state down back. I want to say the first the first week of March, and so um, you, you know, by by time we get to CD or who, who who knows what will happen between now and the spring. But for some people, it could be like 14, 16 months of being isolated before we're finally able to gather. Yeah, but not the way we're doing it. No, no. 
No, uh, I, I just want to say thanks to all of you guys too, because it's uh, been huge for me throughout this uh, pandemic. My studio has been just closed and I haven't had a group class in a really long time. And <laughs> I look forward to this. You guys are light in my week every week and you have been for almost a year now, which is so amazing to me because oftentimes people will start something, you know, and then you might peter out of it. And so the fact that you guys have stuck with it and you're there almost every week, it's, it makes my heart feel so full. So thank you to each of you guys for being here. I think, well, before I let you go, I think, uh, Maddie, that's a big thing too, that shouldn't be overlooked by this, about the, this group of women you're here with is that most people do quit. I see it in martial arts. People want to get whatever, a black belt, whatever they, they want, but most people find it hard for whatever reason and they quit to, to stay with it, to persevere, even though you're busy, um, you've got stresses, you've got career, you've got kids and, and whatnot, to stay with it and stay committed is commendable. Yeah, it really is. I think like so many of these women expressed the bond that we've created is a big part of what keeps us coming back to each other. We have a support group now. And I feel that from you guys. I, I mean, on a different side of things, but personally, I feel it. But my my work life, my career um, is also is also entwined in my personal life. And, and I what I do teaching yoga, it, I'm very passionate about, as I hope you know. And I feel so fulfilled throughout this time that each of you wants to come here and wants to be back and wants to show up every week for each other and for yourself. Um, so it touches me and it's just amazing to see you guys coming back to it. And thank you for being a support group to me as well as to yourselves and each other. I, I, I want to thank everyone for taking time out of the day, first of all, to allow me to uh, practice with you. And secondly, for hopping on this call with me and talking about yoga and how it, it benefits you personally and professionally. I, I want to say to everyone, have a good night and um, uh, have a great day. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Bob. Join okay. us anytime. Thank you, Bob. Yeah, thank you, Bob. Thank you. Have a great night, everyone. Yep. Bye. Good Bye. night. Nam Namaste. Namaste. <laughs>